Hey, Chismosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And, and we, we are, are the Cheese Queen. Queens. <laughs> Never going to get it. No. It, it gets, it's getting worse. <laughs> it's like the opposite of what's supposed to happen. Like you're supposed to get better with practice. Well, we don't practice. We just do this but every you know what Friday. I mean. <laughs> okay. And now this is the seventh time and we still don't have it together. We need to practice outside of the podcast. Oh, whatever. Nobody cares. No, I don't think so. If you do, this is not the show for you. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We are the Chisme Queens. We are covering Married at First Sight, season 13. Um, this episode is episode 7. But before we get into it, how about some Chisme? You have any Chisme? Do you have any? I do. Can I go first? Because you usually outshine me. Yeah, it was a, it was so, a, it was a slow you're week. You're so shiny. You're so shiny. <laughs> Not shiny, like Mirla? Not that kind. No. I mean, you're bright. Oh. You're a star. I thought you meant like Mirla, like greaseball. No. <laughs> Everybody's so mean to Mirla. I get it. Just mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're doing her dirty. They're giving her a bad edit on purpose. I really feel <laughs> like that. Probably so. Probably We'll talk so. about it. Okay, we'll get into it. Um, the first thing... I have is that Zach commented on um, a clip of their clip for the show. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll give credit to Married at First Sight POC um, on Instagram. They posted it. And he put, she knew where I was at. She knew where I was going. She got a text. Watch Unfiltered if you need it cleared up. We have to stop justifying this behavior. It is not healthy in any relationship. Thanks for watching. It only gets better. Yeah, I saw that. And I did watch Unfiltered. I watched it too. Ooh. Mm. I don't like him. I think he's a liar. I think she's crazy. Well, yes, but I think he's a liar. Because if he didn't send a text, why didn't they show that? Unless it's the editing. I get that, right? But in no way did he ever say, oh, I should have texted. I think he did say, I should have texted. I should have called. He said he did text her. Mm -mm. Yes, on Unfiltered, he said he sent her a text that he took the dog to. Yes, 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 on Unfiltered. But in the show, Mm. he's like, I should have sent a text. So I'm saying on Unfiltered, He's 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 lying. And he's trying to like make himself look better because she obviously looks bad you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's not it's not hard to look better compared to her behavior right so then why would he try to make himself look better just let it be what it is no because because i think he's all about how he looks how he's being portrayed i don't know Mm, i don't like him (laughs) after this episode i don't like him I don't, yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So good. good. Yeah. Good TV. Not a good situation, just good TV. Um, the next thing I have is that Chris hasn't been on social media. He's out. I've heard that too. Yep. He's not posting. He's not posting anything. So. You think production got up his ass? I don't 
Quit it. I think he probably has, honestly, I think he has like some mental health issues. He's such a narcissist that mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's probably, woe is me kind of thing. But then it really is like, woe is me. He might, he might have some issues. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true too. Uh, that's all I have. The only other thing I have is on unfiltered. Wasn't it so funny? how they were trying to plug that Megan and Harry Lifetime oh movie. <laughs> it's almost as bad as, what is it? Webcam cheerleaders that's coming on tomorrow night. Like, I'm ready for this cheer movie weekend marathon thing to be over because that's all they show in the commercial breaks. But oh yeah. my and I heard that they um, tried to incorporate it too on um, Couples Cam. There was like a whole segment about the Harry and Megan movie. The questions she fed those guys were so stupid. <laughs> it's like, geez. They're, your situation is nowhere near Megan and Harry's. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like the exact same thing. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was really funny to watch those guys try and seriously answer the questions. But so dumb. So, so dumb. Lifetime got to promote the movies, man. Mm-hmm. They're not hitting like they used to. <laughs> I um I don't watch it on um, TV. I watch it online. So I guess I miss all those commercials where what you're talking about, the cheerleading commercials and whatever. Well, I still have them. Um, oh, no, that's when I watched it on YouTube. I got a bunch of diabetes ads. I kept getting, <laughs> I watched it on the app too, this, or online this week too. And um, they give you the option to watch a 30 second ad or mm-hmm. like interactive ad or a longer three minute, like regular commercial break. So oh, they showed I... a commercial, a 30 second commercial for uh, some diabetes, yeah. 1AC, whatever. And then they ask you, is this relevant or not? And I kept and I saying said no. no. And it kept playing the same, same. commercial every commercial me. break. Me too. Exactly. Like, you assholes <laughs> trolling me. I already told you I don't have diabetes. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. They, they're probably, because we made fun of Ryan's dad looking like the diabetes guy. <laughs> they like, we heard you. <laughs> And here's an ad specially for you. Or the other one, they always play as a stupid Amazon one. Mm, I don't know. There's like one. a Cleopatra one and a oh, Rapunzel yes. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like those commercials. Those are cute. Anyway, um, that's all the cheese may I have. So what do you got? Um, let's see. Have you been seeing the old pictures of Gil that are floating around from his bodybuilder <laughs> days? No, I need to see these. So before he was a firefighter, he apparently was um, a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. I remember him saying that. He's only become a firefighter like in the last few years. Okay. So this is very new. Um, But yeah, before that, he was like all about his fitness and like professionally competed. I didn't see anything where he like won anything, Mm -hmm. but he was shredded up, man. Okay. And he used to have long dreads. I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, you not only did he have hair, it. but he had long dreadlocks. 
So his shaven head, is it he chooses to be bald or is he balding? Balding. And he had to he... let it go. His hairline was Oh my was I really back. need to see these pictures. You need to send them to me after this. <laughs> Please. I want to see this. I'm so curious. And also he's he's this isn't his first time on TV. Apparently really? in Houston he was like you know how here they have like on Ken's Five, like the little variety show, like mm-hmm. Five Alive and that he was like a correspondent on that for fitness. So No wonder he's such a host during these um group outings. He's like, Well tell me about blah 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 blah. He's used to it. That's funny. And it was Spanish language. Oh wow, okay. So I've seen the little clips and montages of him with you know, the news anchors trying to get them to do push-ups and make healthy protein <laughs> shakes and all this dumb stuff. Well, he's a face for TV. He's very handsome. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got some experience in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. My only other little piece is I was very interested in these new um, neutral apartments they were moving into. So I looked mm-hmm. them up. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nosy. So they are living at the Latitude Med Center. So they're deep in the heart of the medical center in downtown Houston, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to deal with that, trying to get in and out, <laughs> depending yeah. on where you're trying to go in the city, like trying to get out of downtown and with all the traffic and mm-hmm. all that stuff, it could be a real pain in the butt. Yeah. But it's free. So mm-hmm. there's that. So Judging from what we've seen of the apartments, it looks like they are in floor plan B5. (laughs) You can see a virtual tour online. Uh, Currently, they have one unit available if you are looking in Houston. Um, The going rate is $4,800 a month. Whoa. Now, this is, I was just going to say, it's two bedroom, right? Yes. Two bedroom, two bath. Okay. That's ridiculous. That's a lot. $5,000 for an apartment. That's a lot. Yeah. Yikes. So, if, but they only have one unit available. So, someone's doing some, it. And it's like a thir- 35 floor building. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Someone is making. That's not us. Gray Star a property <laughs> management. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think they have two or three penthouses at the very top. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some of the amenities they have, they have a rooftop infinity pool. There's a sun ledge for tanning, personal cabanas, a sky club lounge and bar. Mila's going to be all about that. Catering kitchen. Uh, (laughs) They have a club room with billiards, also with a lounge and bar. Gym, wow. of course, shared business space. They have conference rooms, two gourmet outdoor kitchens with grills and refrigerators. There's a dog walking area and a dog spa on the ninth okay. floor. I don't know what that means. Probably just groomer, right? Or a place to give your dog a bath. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah. that is that is a thing people are starting to have now. Yeah, it was at my old apartments. We had a dog wash thing that never worked never turned on (laughs) well here's to trying (laughs) they also have valet parking Mm -hmm. concierge and package acceptance 
Well, this is a perfect, I mean, it's really smart. No wonder they cheaped out on the honeymoon because that's expensive, but it's perfect for COVID times. You know, it's like you everything. Everything's in one place. You don't have to go anywhere. And, um, you know, everybody can feel comfortable at home and, and gathering at the same time. So, right. And it's extremely centrally located. Like it's in walking distance of almost anything. Mm -hmm. So, wow. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it's a nice, nice spot. Um, even if y'all are super awkward in there, you know, you have space to get away from each other. <laughs> Just go to the. 35th floor, have a dip in the pool, calm your nerves, mm -hmm. get a drink, play some billiards. So someone's job is to be there all the time and be a bartender. Like a hotel. Just, yeah, it's like a hotel. It's crazy. I guess you Good. get what you like, pay for. Good. I know. I was like, that's awesome. Good for them. All these Experience free that. amenities, except yeah. your rent is $5,000. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yikes. That is a lot. For an apartment. Mm -hmm. In Houston. Like, Texas is notoriously cheap real estate. <laughs> That's why people move here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop moving here. Also that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anything else? Nope. That's it for me. Like I said, Ooh. it was a dry week. Yep. It was. It was slim pickings this week. Um, okay, cool. Let's jump into the episode. Yeah. Uh, Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 7, Igby. Do you have a title? Home, but not alone. <laughs> I did the home alone face. <laughs> it was very precious. Thanks. Well done. <laughs> Been practicing for a while. In your mirror? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Alrighty. Uh, who do you want to start with? What couple? Um, I don't know. I didn't take my notes in order, so I don't even know who I they started with. I didn't either. Um, the first person on my list is Brett and Ryan. Okay. I don't know. If they're pretty normal, so we can start with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. A whole lot for them. No, no. I actually, I think they're really cute together. Um, and I know you don't like Ryan. But the more I watch, the more I like him. I think he's so funny. I like his dry sense of humor. Telling you, it's not a joke. He's serious. It, <laughs> no, I think he's joking. I think he's funny. I'm still standing uh, by. He totally means it. Well, no. wants you to think it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, she thinks it's a joke, too. I think she even says, oh, his, I love his dry humor. So first... We see them flying back to from the from the keys, and Ryan jokes, uh, jokes Igby. He jokes that it was an easier flight. He has less bruises than the time before. Totally and serious. <laughs> so again, then, what the hell was she doing? <laughs> I know. Maybe she was so. I don't know wrapped up that he couldn't even like whip out the camera to film it because she was just like he had to focus on her and not embarrassing him on the plane right i don't know but i want to see that because uh, even when he says that she's like sorry yeah <laughs> so, like she's embarrassed by which her. is why 
It's true. It's not a joke. <laughs> I don't know. So they are on their way um, home. They're both really excited about going into their neutral apartment. Ryan says he's used to coming home to an empty place. And now he's going to be coming home to Brett. And he's just super excited about that. Again, I, I think they seem pretty normal. And there's no red flags yet, in my opinion. They talk, they're talking about, uh, but before they leave, what should, oh no, this is at, at breakfast, I think that what should they, you know, bring in? What should they move into the apartment? And he says, only bring the necessities. And Brett points out that, you know, this is real life now. Right. And on the honeymoon, you know, it was drinks and it was naps and it was the pool and the beach and it was fun times, but now it's serious. And now things are, are going to get real. And that makes her pretty nervous now. And, and she did point out, and I can see, I can see this from her point of view, you know, when you're single, you know, you do you, right? You're going out with your friends. You do whatever the hell you want. You eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner or whatever the hell you want to do. But now she has someone to consider other than herself. And she said that she's a little concerned and anxious about that as well. She's also concerned about the dogs getting along. She's excited about the dog, but she's 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 a little concerned about them, um, you know, coming together. Uh, Ryan points out that, you know, Brett's dog has... Had a full life. So. <laughs> like, are you going to kill her dog? <laughs> no, he was on, clearly on accident. Joking. He right. was joking. Sure. <laughs> Next time we see them, um, Ryan is visiting Brett's house or apartment. Is it an apartment? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, and he's like excited to see everything. He's like, show me everything, show me everything. And the first thing he does is, you know, fawn over the, the dog. Baxter. Parkour. That dog. Parkour. That was funny. Did that not earn any points from you? I mean, he kind of overdid it, but. I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's an that dog is spry to be 11 years old. I know. I don't think I can handle a dog like that. I just want a lazy dog like my dog. Well. Good thing you got your dog. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that Baxter was everywhere. Oh, my goodness. But he liked it. Um, he was like, you know, now he has another constant in his life other than Maisie. And, and he's excited about that. Also likes all the color in, in Brett's uh, apartment and all the little touches she has everywhere. And he said that, you know, he, he likes all the color and he, you know, the fact that he can really see her in the apartment makes him feel really good. He hasn't lived with anybody in 15 years. That is a long time, but it feels good. He's excited. I thought her apartment had like spa vibes with all the little, little um, succulents and yes, the green crystals and tapestries and all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, yeah. Finn. <laughs> It was cute. I know he even said, oh, it's very calming in here. And she said, everybody says that. But it was a cute apartment. Okay. Is she a science teacher? I know she's the coach. So I just assumed she was like a PE coach. But maybe she's a science teacher. Science teacher. Because she had a Liz purse. Liz from the Magic School Bus, the little lizard. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, is that what she was holding uh -huh. up at that yeah. little backpack thing? Uh-huh. Oh, I just thought it was a silly backpack. No, it's Liz. Oh. Miss Frizzle's cute. pet. 
lizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe she's a science teacher. Maybe she's a Miss mm. Frizzle. Maybe. With her red hair. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. I liked all her little art drawings from the kids. That was mm. cute. Cute. Yeah, it's a real personable apartment. Um, Ryan's house. Uh, not so much. <laughs> Bachelor pad, for sure. So they leave. Um, they leave Brett's apartment and take back all of Baxter stuff. It is a lot to pack up a dog to go somewhere. So that just reminded me of going on vacation and having them pack absolutely everything. So I feel for them. Ugh. Anyway, so they go to Bra uh, Ryan's house and he brings Maisie out to meet Baxter. At first they are doing little cute doggy kisses and then Baxter goes nuts. He's not having it. <laughs> I was surprised. I thought Maisie was going to be the bully. I thought so dog, too. But, but no, no, like usually little dogs are real like territorial. and He's a crotchety that. old man. <laughs> Poor old Baxter. Like, what is this yeah. shit? Get away from me. <laughs> so she puts him in the car to chill out. And they make their way into Ryan's home. Oh, Ryan. that cute painting of Maisie that his sister I got for him. That was so cute. I love that. I have a little painting of my dog too. I haven't you hung do. it up. That I painted. I painted it at uh, one of those painting with the twist things. Now, did I get my teacher to do the finishing touches? Yes. So Who'd you learn that from? I know. Oh my gosh, my mother. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Um, yes. So Brett likes the house. Um, uh, she can see herself living there, but there, it's definitely a bachelor pad. Like you had said, 12 different shades of brown. <laughs> been there. I've been to that apartment, been to that house. <laughs> it's pretty but big. It's really nice. I know. It's very nice. Yeah. And it's going to be really easy for her to redecorate because there's like not a lot going on. That's you know what I mean? blank canvas. Yeah. So she can go do whatever she wants to do. Um, first things first, though, she wants that deer head out of the bedroom. <laughs> I like how it that is the worst. I can't imagine why he would think that's a good idea to put a deer head in the bedroom. That's so weird. He's proud of it. Of course, so he shot weird. that deer. Stupid. Duh. Well, that is dumb. Why would you hang a deer head that you didn't shoot? Because you like dead animals. No, that's not a thing. It it's might be. I don't think so. Some people maybe just like the look of it, but aren't hunters. Mm, no. I had to sleep in uh, my uncle's house in the guest room, and they had a deer head in there. And my um, my aunt said she shot it when she was 12. <laughs> I was wow. like, oh, and you've, you're like 40, so you still have. <laughs> it was my first kill. Yeah, that's what she said. Her first kill. Her dad had it mounted and everything. I was like, yowza. But oh, uh, so that was fun staring at, trying to go to sleep. Um, he dresses it up for the holidays. That sounds like someone I know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I don't have a skeleton that I dressed up for every holiday one year. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> Shout out to James. <laughs> But Ryan's pretty cool about it. He's willing to put the deer in the garage. I was surprised. Best answer he could have come up with. 
until he says, well, that's going to be Baxter's timeout area for snipping at his dog. <laughs> Again, insinuating he's going to try to kill Baxter. No, Baxter, he's Baxter, if you need help, blink two times. <laughs> joking. Mm-hmm. Um, next time we see these two uh, is with Pastor Cal. So, Pastor Cal loves the dogs. I guess Pastor Cal's a dog person. Never seen him interact with animals, but he likes um, these two dogs and he likes hype. Well, he's always nice to the animals. Is he? Oh, I don't know. I've only seen him last season, so. They had animals? I don't remember. I guess I wasn't paying attention that hard. Yeah. So, he says they look good together. And they do. They look like they go together. Ryan thinks Brett is awesome. He said he can hang out with her in any scenario, which is interesting because she panics in every scenario <laughs> thus far. But I guess he likes that. I think he, maybe he thinks it's funny or something. or I don't know. They say so far it's easy. They banter a lot and they flirt like third graders, which is hilarious. <laughs> she has a crush on him. She trusts him a lot. And uh, she likes the fact that he takes care of everyone around him. And it just makes her feel really relaxed, which is what she needs because she's really seems like a really anxious person. Right. Like even during this interview with Pastor Cal or session, it's not an interview. It's therapy, (laughs) whatever. Oh, I also did look up Pastor Cal. He does not have any kind of accreditation. He actually comes from a financial background. Like he was like vice president of like, jp morgan chase or some shit for like years huh. and then stopped doing that really uh-huh. no accreditation whatsoever Mm-mm. not even a life coach Mm-mm. certificate interesting <laughs> i think he's he was a teacher too or a professor mm-hmm. after he got out of finance then he taught mm-hmm. and now he's doing this well i know i did see that he's like an actual pastor at a church mm-hmm. so i know at these churches uh, at a lot of churches, the pastor or the priest or whomever will counsel people. Yeah. Like they listen to each other's problems and, yeah. or other people's problems, I should say. Um, so maybe they're just flying off of that. I don't know how he got this job. I would love to know. How did you pick these experts? That is a very good question. Mm. He had the best audition tape. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is that um, you were talking about Brett's anxiety and you can kind of see it like when they're she like can't be still like she's constantly fidgeting and moving and he is too. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually on him like zoom in on it him like rubbing his fingers together or rubbing his ankle or scratching yeah. his like they're both kind of got the, the wiggles. <laughs> Calm down. It's okay. Just gonna ask you a couple questions. Do you think they are less like that when not in this setting? You know what I mean? Like, it seems like they're really relaxed talking to each other. Like when they're on their, when they're doing their self camera work, yeah. you know what I mean? They seem a little more relaxed than when everybody's watching. Them. I would imagine that's the case. I guess so. I don't know. These two are funny. Ryan isn't like anyone she's dated. She, she brings up the deer head. She doesn't know if she's going to fit into this country lifestyle with the, music and the boots and all that stuff but she doesn't care she said heart and soul is what matters most they're very affectionate but they're not having sex brett is happy with their level of intimacy and ryan says he's a fan of where they're at a fan of their intimacy which i thought was a weird phrase but 
Um, so she has a crush on him. She starts blushing. And uh, yeah, I mean, Ryan says he can see that there's love in the future. But and when Pastor Cal asks him, what is love to you? He says, when you when the other person matters more than yourself. But he's not there yet. No, not. No. So he loves himself. <laughs> yes, More than Brett. More than Brett. And Baxter. And Baxter. Um, but they seem like they're on the same page. They seem like they don't have any major hiccups yet. I am curious to see what kind of hiccups they have because they haven't really been featured on any kind of dramatic preview or anything, you know? Right. Um, it's coming. It's I hope so. I hope so. But that's all I have about them. Um, what are your thoughts on them? They're going to make it? What's your prediction? Post-honeymoon prediction. I don't feel anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> They're so normal. Like, there's nothing going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, even this week, it was pretty slim pickings. I mean, they didn't really show a whole lot of them. I was just going to say they don't have a lot of screen time because there's not a lot happening. Right. So, yeah, that doesn't give me much to base an opinion off of. Um, <laughs> I think they'll make it. I think maybe they'll make it to decision day, but then not after the breakup after that. Maybe too many differences. Yeah. Maybe so. Hmm. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Next couple. How about Rachel and Jose? Jose. Rosé. This guy. <laughs> I think we say that every episode. This guy. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Rachel and Jose. So, we open up to them on the plane. Okay. This super, like, close shot of Jose. I was like, please. Take he loves out. himself. He loves himself. It was too much. It was too He's close. Stupid. But, you know, they're just saying they're com coming back home to Texas after the honeymoon, blah, blah, blah. So, no, no, no. He says, I got the spitting image of myself. He did say that. You're he would right. date himself, obviously. He's, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ew. <laughs> I was so, like, taken aback by his face that I just couldn't even hear the words. <laughs> the words didn't even register. All I could write down was, this shot is too close. Okay. You remember those things I thought were pimples on his head no at the, at the wedding remember okay, yeah. he had those dots uh-huh someone pointed out that they were probably botox botox dots because now they're not there and it's only been a week so but why would you get botox right before your wedding if you knew you were gonna have time know. for it to settle he doesn't know anything but they were even. He knows enough to get Botox. I guess. But they were so evenly spaced. Somebody said, that. oh, they're Botox shots. Because now there's the marks aren't there. Which mm. I thought was interesting. Anyway, I noticed that with this close-up and that he needed more sunscreen. Yeah. They were both <laughs> looking pretty rosy. <laughs> All right. Good. Okay. So they get to their brand new apartment. You know, they're walking in. They're checking everything out. They're looking over you know, the things in the kitchen. And Rachel says, uh, you know, Jose doesn't believe in the dishwasher. <laughs> he does it himself by hand, but she believes in it. Why? Well, I don't, I don't. You don't, you don't believe in dishwashers either? I was brought up in a no dishwasher home. Well, no, we always had a dishwasher. 
never in my entire life used it ever. <laughs> we always had one, never used it. It was until I went to college and my roommates thought I was weird because I didn't know how to use a dishwasher that I realized, oh, people use these. <laughs> they don't yes. just wash them by hand. So yeah, my parents never used the dishwasher. My dad always did the dishes. But as my dad is getting older, now he uses the dishwasher. But same thing. My roommates taught me how to use the dishwasher. And I've been using the dishwasher ever since. I hate doing dishes. So I'm just going to put them in the dishwasher. I think you, uh, it doesn't waste as much water. And the, the heat and the steam makes it more clean, in my opinion. Sanitizing. Yes. So I don't know where Jose is coming at. He'll save money. He loves saving money. Well, maybe he's like me when it's just you as one person. Like, it's not that big a deal to wash one cup or one That's plate true. or one fork and put it That's away. That's true. We digress, as usual. Uh, right. <laughs> um, you know, Rachel says in an ITM that she wants moving in to be, you know, about them merging both of their lives together, not just her you know, moving into his house or him moving into her place. She really wants them to build a home together. And she says that she knows Jose thinks she's practically perfect. Okay, calm down. But she does have some little bad habits. This is a red flag. So then it cuts to them sitting on the couch. Rachel says she wants to go to the gym at 5 a.m. And that she normally has to set four alarms 15 <laughs> minutes apart. This is when Jose looks very concerned. <laughs> he, first of all, doesn't understand why. Like, why don't you just set one alarm and then get your ass up? Yeah, I, I can even say two alarms, but four is excessive. But Rachel says she's scared to oversleep. Then so it that's why she has be. to set four <laughs> alarms. Now, I will say I am guilty of this. Really? You set yeah. that many alarms? I set, maybe, I set two like practice ones <laughs> just to like <laughs> open my eye and then I have a like I have an alarm of dogs barking oh dear and that's I my final not. like okay the dogs are barking you have to get up now <laughs> get your ass out of bed <laughs> and walk to the dining room to log in <laughs> like I'm supposed to clock in at seven o'clock and the alarm goes off at like six fifty-five. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But so I can I can understand Rachel here, but <laughs> if there was somebody else here, I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. Especially if it's that early, like. That's super early. Yeah. yeah. And then they show them with the stupid alarm on the first night and she's still, it was 535 before and she was still at the apartment. So it's like, mm -hmm. what was the point? <laughs> All you did was wake him up and he's over it. <laughs> he was like, that's pissing me off. <laughs> right. Because he was like, now I'm up and I can't go back to sleep. So, and this is, yeah, it's five o'clock in the morning. What if I don't have to go to work till eight? So now I'm just up for two hours looking stupid. Because <laughs> you know, that's how it is. Like when you wake up before your alarm and then like the second you finally start to get back to sleep, the alarm mm -hmm. goes off. Of like, course. Damn it. But mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see if they can find a compromise on that. So the next scene we see of them, Rachel is going to Jose's house. Um, I loved her outfit. So cute. 
I wasn't paying attention to her outfit because I was just like so mad at Jose. <laughs> she looked so cute. She had the little gray sweater with the. She had. A, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I the saw little that. collar. Yeah, she did look cute. Okay, I remember that. But the rest of the time, I was just like, ugh, so annoying. So, you know, she's going into the house. Then uh, production shows us some tight shots of his sports memorabilia in his office. They have a, a shot of his toiletries, like, all lined up, like his watch and all that stuff. His boots in the closet. Uh, his crucifix collection. <laughs> Which is like, okay. My grandma um, has a t- crucifix collection. Um, their decor is very similar. <laughs> Jose and your grandma? Yeah, he has like old lady couches and I don't know. Like, did you see that the when she walks in, the room to the right has mm-hmm. like this really traditional looking. Like the sitting room? S- sitting room, yeah. I was like, hmm. I think probably his mom like decorated it. Maybe so. Mm. Because well, I don't feel like he... My but... grandma has the same taste. Because <laughs> <laughs> his didn't even give the same, like... It looks like a guy's house, mm-hmm. but it wasn't giving the same kind of guy energy like Brett's house was. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, y- yeah, I know what you mean. His was like... But... Jose's is a little more traditional. Yeah. I guess you would say. But again, this is when Rachel has her ITM and she's again saying that she wants to feel like they have a shared space, not that she's moving into his house. Oh, okay. Then they have a, (laughs) he's like showing her around the house and they kind of do a montage of him just like showboating about his house. And so annoyed. This is where I got annoyed. (laughs) This is this and look at this and look at this and I have this and is your couch better than this? Isn't this nice? It reclines all the way back, okay? In the corners <laughs> on both sides. So get into that. Your couch could never. <laughs> it's like, how are you boasting about your couch? It's so dumb. My large leather sectional. Like, mm, shut yes. up. Uh, but then he also brings up his uh, fantasy two-story billiard room, pool in the back dream house so i guess this is really what he wants in dream house yeah (laughs) specific particular things then that's when we get to the budget board (laughs) the infamous budget board that everybody is roasting commenting on (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck is this i don't know oh man so Jose is saying he thought that Rachel had, you know, a similar system because she's like, what the hell? (laughs) When she's like looking at it and she's like, no, I don't have anything like this. Says, I have a calendar, but I don't write down anything about money. And so (laughs) this is again, he's looking concerned. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I'm going to help you. We're going to get you to something like this. And that's when Rachel's like, okay, I don't know if I can kind of fit into this box with this financial situation. This is not my kind of way of doing things. This is not my style. I don't get this. I know. I think if he really wanted her to do this, he wouldn't come on so hard. You know what I mean? Like he's just pressing it so hard and bringing it up any chance he gets, you know, which I understand his concern. Don't get me wrong. I am concerned for Rachel's finances and future too, but But he is just like, I think he's with her 
with her, you know, love language and stuff. That's not the way. That's not the way it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't see this. This is going to be an issue for sure. Mm-hmm. She says in her ITM, you know, splurging can happen every once in a while. It's not such a big deal. And she doesn't know why he's so focused on it. So do you think they're making her lack of financial knowledge um, more than it is? You know, I know we said, oh, my gosh, she put a whole trip on a credit card, but maybe she just paid it off in five months. You know what I mean? Or do you think she really has, like, financial issues? I think she really has financial issues. (laughs) I hope they get deeper into this. That'd be great. I'm sure they are, because this seems to be, like, a big point of contention between them. Yeah. So the next scene that we see them in, we're doing swap. We're going with Jose to Rachel's apartment. Um, You know, she opens the door, they come in. He's like, it smells great in here. And she's like, yeah, I'm a candle guy. Like, you're a candle guy. (laughs) You're a candle girl. She says guy. I'm a candle girl. I just said, you're a candle girl. Oh, you meant me. Yes, I am a candle girl. Yes, you. (laughs) You. I definitely have quite a large collection of the Bath and Body Works three wick (laughs) candles in my hall room, uh, my hallway closet. Like it could be a display. <laughs> it's a lot. So you have a uh, potential display of candles and a potential um, shelf display of uh, Lysol wipes and such. Yes. <laughs> They're on. What else? What else do you have a display of? <laughs> Just wait. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they talk about how being candle people, she looks forward to him looking at her travel stuff and, you know, all of her little knickknacks and things that show that she, you know, has a sense of style and that she's an organized person. So then that's when production does their little sweeping shots again. They Mm -hmm. show her little tequila bar set up with a picture of her in Mexico, I assume. Mm -hmm. They show a wine rack with like the little dumb wine saying like it's it's time for wine or whatever it says Uh, then they show her little cubbies of hats and visors and stuff I saw some mini ears in there a couple Mm -hmm. pair then they cut to a stack of empty water bottles (laughs) or water jugs and Jose says that you know they almost tripped him when he came through the door but Rachel (laughs) but Rachel says it's from the ice storm. So unfortunately, we're not uh, going to see that on this season. I know. So, I was so disappointed when she said that. I was like, oh, I wanted to see that so bad. So in a later scene, we see Rachel's calendar. And it has all the Married at First Sight stuff on it. So they got married the week after. They got married on February 20th. And then they went on their honeymoon the 23rd. Gotcha. So, Dang it. So, and then, so that was a whole week they were gone. So when they're taping this, it's probably like already March. Yes. So, yeah, you probably should have thrown that away by now. (laughs) I didn't think about that. Yeah, I guess so. Because I know like after the ice storm, I was definitely concerned about my well-being and like, felt very unprepared when it happened. Mm-hmm. So I can feel like if a couple weeks after maybe 
you know, having these around just in case things got bad again. You know what I mean? Like that emergency. I know, I know. (laughs) But I'm just trying to see if maybe there was something to that nature. Like maybe she meant to fill them up again or I don't know. (laughs) All right. I can't defend you, Rachel. Sorry. (laughs) So Jose says that he can see the hoarding tendencies a little bit. Just from that, though, did you see, did you, would you consider a hoarder after seeing her apartment? No, she just has a lot of stuff. Yeah, it just looked like a lot of kitsch. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But he doesn't like kitsch, so. No. (laughs) So they do another sweeping shot of, you know, I guess it's not her closet, but it's like another shelving area where she has like her bags and makeup and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so they show a shot of that. He's asking, you know, how many bags do you have? She's like, I don't know. Uh, then they go to, or well, he's, she's like, it's not overly crazy, right? And he's like, it's, um, meh. so it's not great, but it's not terrible, I guess. It's manageable, I guess, to him. I guess. But like, also, what is he, ex- like, because men don't have to deal with purses or you know, makeup, makeup shoes. I mean, some guys are really, you know, into shoes or whatever. But, you know, he he doesn't, like, if he likes what he's looking at, which he does, you know, it takes that a takes lot of work. work to put, yeah, put to, put all the outfits together and the accessories and whatever. So, and, and he kept saying, I can't be too mad. I can't be too mad. I'm like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so annoying. What was that? Shut the fuck up, Jose. There. Oh. <laughs> Well, next they go to her desk and Rachel has a like little cup or organizer with pens and pencils from everywhere that she's traveled. Mm -hmm. Of course, Jose thinks this is stupid. And, you know, he picks up one of the pens and says, like, what are you going to need this in two years? What are you going to be doing with this? And he doesn't understand, like, why she has this collection. Yeah. And she's like, but this is my desk. (laughs) Like, can I have what I want at my desk? And he's like, I guess. (laughs) So then they head to like the living room area. She has a globe that's filled with, it looked like corks Mm -hmm. um, that have different destinations that she wants to visit. And that's kind of how she decides where she's going to go on these trips that she's taking every month. Her big trips. Yeah. No, I think those are probably her big trips. Don't you think? I don't know. Because she this comes up finishes, later. She kills a, a bottle of wine by herself. I'm going to Japan. <laughs> okay. Have fun. It's a good time. <laughs> Don't eat weird um, hamburgers. You'll get food poisoning. At least don't do it on the on first vacation. day. Huh? always get sick on vacation. I know. But that one was so bad because Japanese food is my favorite and I got food poisoning the first day and couldn't eat suck. the entire time I was in Japan. Mm-mm. Just had to watch everybody else. That's ugh. All I had was McDonald's. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, so Jose is not down at all for this type of spontaneity. She's like, yeah, isn't that cool and fun? And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> And then she's like forces a laugh, like, ah, uh. yeah. It was definitely very awkward. Jose says that he knew that she liked to travel, but didn't think it was like this extreme. That's a lot of money, and that's kind of where he ends it. 
So yeah, again, always back to finances. <laughs> and, you know, I can see, you know, I can see where he's coming from. If you're talking about splurging and all this stuff, but then you want to take these crazy vacations, you can't have both. Yeah. This is why you had to get a credit card. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I don't know. You got to pick your point. But he does, he does need a compromise, though. Like... He said he was going to take her to Dallas. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. tons of Japanese restaurants in uh, Houston. Mm-mm. We can just go I there. Think <laughs> if their plan is to have kids, you know, they should go do a big trip somewhere. You know, even, you know, I don't think she's going to compromise and go somewhere in the States, you know, but something. Canada, Canada Mexico, Mexico's cheap to go to and it's somewhere to go, you know, yeah. Um, you know, but they should do a, a vacation without cameras and go do something fun together before they start having kids. Because that's, you know, not going to happen for yeah. a while after you have kids. So. Right. I don't know. So we'll see where they end up on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Then. Next scene that we see with them is their visit with Pastor Cal. So Rachel, you know, well, Pastor Cal first that asks them how, you know, how's it going? What's up? What's going on? Rachel says she feels like they've been together forever and that there was an immediate connection. Uh, she can't, she can't get the smile off of her face. Um, and Jose, you know, is the same way. He flashes a smile as well that Pastor Cal notices. She says that, you know, she's so grateful for Jose, the dream man. Get out of here. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I, yeah, I don't know what rose-colored <laughs> glasses she's looking through, but okay. Um, Jose says that getting married at first sight, um, he knew what he did and didn't want. And so he's glad that his expect his expectations have been exceeded. Uh, you know, Pastor Cal says that he married up and he agrees. But then Rachel says she feels the same way. I know. It's, you can see that insecurity peek out, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, Rachel. No, no, no. He married up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and again, that makes me wonder what kind of people she was dating in the past. Like, yeah. It had to have been pretty bad. Trash, <laughs> trash people. Mm-mm. Poor thing. Oh, and they had their ugly um, wedding vow blanket on the couch. I saw I that. <laughs> Then Pastor Cal asks about, you know, the conversations that they've had so far. They've had some of the pretty deep, you know, serious conversations. And if there's been any red flags that come up, again, Jose brings up finances. Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying that we're married. We need to have our monies joint together in a joint account. And Rachel is concerned about Jose being tight with money. He's being stingy while she's thinking about trying to go to Europe. Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. So they do a flashback, actually, to earlier in the day that morning where she says, you know, she's, she wants to go to Europe. And he says, well, you've already been. And her reply is, but I want to go with you and experience it with you. And Jose is like, well your car is like fucked basically. <laughs> so don't you think it's more important to put that money towards a daily essential that you need, like a car, as opposed to taking, you know, a $3,000 trip to Europe where you've already been before. And she's like, now my car's cool. It'll be good for another year. 
It sounds like your team, Jose, on this, but because no way she, she doesn't make sense. Like it's <laughs> no, I'm but like Jose, just, I'm just not team Rachel because she's being ridiculous. Like that's not responsible. It's not responsible. We don't know what her finances look at like right now, right? But she didn't see all of Europe. You know, there's no way she saw all of Europe on her trip. So she could go and see Europe with her husband. That would be fun. Especially if he's putting the bill. But he's not. <laughs> and she's <laughs> on a teacher's salary. Mm, all right. We're not going to agree. <laughs> I'm a, just saying. Go on vacation. <laughs> to the panhandle. Go to Texarkana. Go to Galveston. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Jose says he's thinking about, you know, expenses and the cost of living and things. And that, you know, it might not be the right time to do something expensive and, you know, spend a whole lot of money if they're trying to get a house together and, you know, all that kind of stuff now kids, that they're married. And all that. Mm-hmm. Right. And of course, Rachel is like looking down, like giving him a little side eye, looking disappointed because, of course, that's not what she wants to hear. Mm-hmm. But it's reality. Get into it. <laughs> but Pastor Cal says that Jose is thinking too much. He says that Jose is science and that Rachel is art. So he's all calculated and mm-hmm. she's the free Ooh. spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so she's supposed to bring fun and excitement into his life. Don't try to smother that with her. And even Rachel says, you know, don't kennel me. So he also tells, or Pastor Cal also tells um, Rachel to remember that although Jose is seeming like he's beating a dead horse and being very strict and very tight, that he's planning for their future and he just wants the best for them. So what they really need to do is both of them need to learn how to find a balance. Yeah. So then they change this topic. Pastor Cal asks uh, what level of affection they're at. And they're like, we're good. And he asks if they consummate the marriage. And lo and behold, Gil was right. (laughs) He told y'all last week they was lying. (laughs) (laughs) We called it. We said they probably would have sex the last day. Right, the last day of the big uh, Yeah. So maybe at that dinner they hadn't had sex, but they're probably like, last day. Last day of honeymoon. Ah! Exactly. Gross. <laughs> but they do confirm that they have consummated their marriage. Uh, Rachel says she's scared because everything is happening so fast and it feels so easy. Um, so that's concerning to her. But Pastor Cal kind of reassures her and is like, that you guys were matched for a reason. It's supposed to be easy. You know, you're supposed to have the connection. Don't put the brakes on. He said you can have brake pads, but don't, you know, put your foot to the floor. Just I took let that it as go where, as it is. I took that as wear a condom. Because mm. you said mm. we don't want any surprises. Yeah. <laughs> put some brake pads on there. Maybe so, maybe so. But, mm. but. That's pretty much it for them this episode. All right. Post honeymoon prediction. Stay together. Not at all. Again, I just, I don't know. It's too soon. I know we're on episode seven, but (laughs) five of those episodes was the wedding. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So it's like, uh, I just feel like it's too soon to call it. Like, 
I know, this is just for fun. I'm not going to hold it to you at the end of the series. Like, you were so wrong, bitch. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I've been wrong before and I'll be wrong I think, again. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a no. I don't think they're going to make it. I think their differences are too different. Their way of lives are too different. Yeah, because they both seem really kind of dead set mm-hmm. in their ways. On, like- on major... Like, exactly. I feel like if Rachel Pillars. doesn't travel, she's never going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a true passion for her. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's taken away, then, you know, she's going to resent him for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And the same thing as far as him with the finances. If she's, you know, doing her own thing and whiling, it's going to be a problem for him. And, and he's going to probably, just... like, nag her to death. Yeah. I think he's just way too controlling with everything he wants everything to be perfect i mean they call him what mr perfectionist Mm -hmm. right he wants everything to be perfect and she's not like that at all (laughs) so that's a no for me well r.i.p rosa Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) all right next couple um how about we do a big one how about bow and johnny okie dokie ready lord i know first (laughs) Hey, we did that in sync, a sigh at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. First note I have, Johnny is such a dick for recording Bao snoring. You okay, know... is that a... Go ahead. Is that a real sound bite or is that production? I don't know. It, it sounded worse. like it sounded like cartoonish, so it like might enhanced. have been Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe so, I don't know. Either way she was snoring because that's why he recorded it. So whether it was production amping it up or not, either way, it's not cool. <laughs> I didn't thought it was, it's this insecurity of hers. He knows this. She's cried about it. Yeah. So why are you going to be a dick and record it? So messed up. Anyway, they get to their apartment um, right off the bat. Bao was doing like a home inspection. Right. And- <laughs> no ice machine she doesn't like the stove top she's looking for ventilation and johnny says she takes the fun out of everything so that was not a fun comment to make no (laughs) yikes right off the bat trying to make sure the apartment is straight she wants even though y'all didn't pay a security deposit if y'all had she would be the reason you would get it all back when you move out (laughs) that's right that's right um next thing we see uh is them in the bedroom johnny is covering himself with pillows making a he's the pillow fort guy you know he always complains that there's a pillow fort but it looks like that's how he usually sleeps i was surprised he got in the bed with his clothes like outside clothes on Mm-hmm. maybe because one he knew he wasn't going to sleep there and hmm. two it was on the comforter not in the bed I just yeah I was like okay you're Mr. Particular Mm -hmm. the word of the show (laughs) take a drink I know I don't have a drink dang it I I only have water not as as fun no 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 Um, so they're laying in bed and they're talking about if they're nervous or not and she says she's scared of him because he's so particular take a drink and he said, you know, he's not that particular. All he wants is for her to take a shower. She doesn't she's want not, to. She's not showering today, Johnny. Which is 
gross. I know she's tired. She's probably really tired, but like you said last you time, the traveling. COVID of all. Yeah. yeah. COVID, traveling, airplane seats, people sit in over and over and over again. She should take a shower. I can't be Team Bow on that one. Rinse off, man. Mm-hmm. At least. You don't need We're not even saying you got to bend down and wash your legs. <laughs> don't start that controversy. In the um... water cascade. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of those people. Yep. Um, so they're having dinner and he tells her he's going to go home after dinner. He says the honeymoon was really an emotional roller coaster and he needs a reset. He wants time to reflect on their differences. And at this point, she's questioning his commitment. And she hopes that it's not setting a precedent for when things get tough. He is just going to duck out and leave their home that they created together. Yeah, that's not cool. Like, you don't get a break. Exactly. This is real life. You can't just, okay, time out. I don't want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. No, that's not yeah. realistic. Realistic would be he's upset he can go sleep on the couch. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like you have no, a whole no, second no, no, bedroom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's two bedrooms for a reason, I guess. He could. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of the second bedroom. He could have just slept over there if he wanted to reflect by himself. Um, next time we see Johnny, he is at home by himself and he's reflecting and he's like, people say, Marriages aren't easy. I'm going to have to agree. Hmm. You think? So dumb. Val says she thinks she's more emotionally mature than Johnny because Johnny has no experience. Um, but he has potential and, and she hopes that he, he recommits. Was that when she was getting yeah. ready? Mm-hmm. Did you notice she had her statement, James Avery, Texas necklace? I that saw every that. Girl has? I have- if you're from texas you know (laughs) (laughs) i saw that i was like oh cute i got one um she's so cute you know she is cute and i love all her gray (laughs) when she's Mm -hmm. organizing her closet later on yeah so cute when she's organizing her closet johnny comes in the next night with um thai food Mm-hmm. And then he pours, he's pouring some wine. He's like, cheers to our first dinner. And she's like, uh, no, no, boo-boo. This is our second dinner. You left right after our first one. <laughs> he said he didn't have time to process their arguments on the honeymoon when they were happening. So, but now that he stepped back, he realized that some things are worth compromising on. And that in the grand scheme of things, these little things that they're arguing about really don't matter. Um, and, and she, she, I don't know if you could say she agrees, but she, she points out that things are going fast and because things are going fast, these problems are popping up fast than Mm -hmm. they, faster than they normally would. And then he says, well, if these things happen in the first three dates, he would be gone. But again, the, the famous line, but the experts matched us for a reason. (laughs) Yes. To make an entertaining television program. I honestly, at this point, remember on the first episode, I was like, did they just ma- match these people because they're Asian? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking that right now. Like, did they just match Johnny and Bao because they're Asian? I wouldn't put it past them. Right? Because they don't seem like they're eye to eye on a bunch of things. 
Yeah. But. Well, that kind of changes up and further in the episode. Okay. I'll keep going. Um, they are hoping that their similarities do become more, you know, dominant than their differences as they go forward. And she's willing to try if he is willing to be there and be present. Hello. Uh, yeah. Can't Stay work home. with air. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you solve problems. <laughs> no, but then he says, this is not something you walk away from. But you already did, bro. <laughs> no, he was just taking a break. It wasn't whatever. Like a so... break up. It was just a break down. <laughs> so stupid. Hey, but then they have his dream scene where they're brushing teeth together. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like to brush the, my tongue in the top of the roof of my mouth. Me too. <laughs> my dreams are coming true. And then he kind of beats around the bush about going to bed. And she's like, are you trying to ask if we can share a bed? Because, yeah, come to bed. We are married. Um, when they're in bed, she goes back to that thing she went, uh, she talked about, I think in the first few episodes that they have the potential to have an incredible love story. Barf. <laughs> I think she's getting um, caught up with that a little too much. In the puppies and rainbows aspect. Yeah. Like, mm. oh, we, we knew each other and it just wasn't the right time, but now... We've been matched by fate, and now we can have this beautiful romance story. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think she probably had a big crush on him. And there was probably college. a reason why he ghosted her. Probably so. Probably so. I don't know. But, yeah, she seems she seems really caught up in him. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. All right, so next scene, we go to Bao's house. Okay, Johnny whipping up in a big body Tesla. Okay, he got money. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh my God. I don't care about cars. You, you care when it's trucks? a Tesla. I don't. I don't care. I really don't care. Should. I was good in my Saturn Ion until it stopped working. <laughs> okay, Rachel. <laughs> you know how many trucks we looked at? And my husband was like, what do you think of this truck? What do you think of this truck? What do you think? They all look the same to me. I don't care. Pick one. Just no. like cars. They all look the same to me. I don't care. I'm not a car person. Well, I noticed. I see Johnny <laughs> flex. <laughs> so he is, you know, checking everything out in her apartment. He says he can see himself. You know, she's cooking. He's washing dishes while he's watching the game. She makes a face. And not a into game. that a game he walks around looking at her pictures makes fun of her bangs it's not nice they were <laughs> severe <laughs> <laughs> she has a bidet he's excited to see that remember when i made you go to that gay porn website oh my gosh <laughs> what was it tushy. Whoa. tushy you said go to tushy.com but it's like tushybidets.com or something yes so go don't go to tushies.com because you'll just see dicks and assholes this was in the early <laughs> days of covid when toilet paper was Sparse. scarce so we started considering other options 
I also weird. said, well, I mean, she might not shower, but her, at least her ass is kind of clean. Yep. Yep. She, she was particular about her wipes and her bidet and her toilet paper and it was all that. Very well organized. <laughs> he was also excited that she had multiples of items in her closet. Yeah, I wrote that she has a Doug Funny closet too. Mm hmm. But not as severe as his. No. Because even she was like, whoa, what's going on in your closet? He has the exact same thing over and yes. over. Yes. Yes. He's impressed with how clean it is. Did he, I guess, because she doesn't shower, he just assumes that she's filthy. I don't know. I or don't if know. Something either. happened during like the honeymoon. Maybe. I, I don't know. know. I, he just, he didn't, I guess he didn't expect it to be clean. I'm not sure. Um, that she has a lot of stuff, but he could see himself living there. Mm. Yeah. I so, mean, she had a normal, normal house. <laughs> I thought so too. I was like, there's nothing out of the ordinary there. Um, that was a strange sheep ottoman. I kind of liked it. Oh yeah. <laughs> it had a mask on. <laughs> it did. Yeah, I didn't notice that. It. it was cute. Um, so then they go to his house and his house has, you know, accents of red and yellow. It's very clean and sharp. And, but she says it needs a woman's touch and she that said, she's willing to be that woman. She said even his disinfectant wipes were yellow. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they get to the closet again. There's the Doug funny closet and <laughs> then they get to the bidet he says he doesn't let anybody else use that bidet. So does that include his wife? Is his wife not allowed to use the bidet? I think at that point it's okay. Mm. If you're exchanging bodily fluids, you could probably use the same bidet. We'll see. But they're not at this point. They aren't exchanging anything but kisses. Um, so they have a lot of similarities, he points out, um, or one of them points out. And, you know, again, they're hoping that those similarities will keep them together. And they have a lightsaber fight. Which I thought was interesting because at first I thought she was judging the lightsabers, but then she wanted to play with them. <laughs> and this really is going to come it. back around. <laughs> she was really into that. And then she even says that she likes that she can be her quirky self and he can be his quirky self. And, and you know, they're just going to have fun together. That's what you think. I know. <laughs> Poor Belle. Next scene, we see them at with, um, they're going to be hosting Pastor Cal. So, Bao again brings up that she's had a crush on him forever. And that he's stuck now. And Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Al, Pastor Cal wants to know um, about their arguments. He says, you know, a lot, that he's talked to both of them. And a lot seems like a lot of their little arguments come out of fear. Johnny points out that they didn't have any surface level conversations. Everything was just super deep conversations. And that's probably what led to all the arguments. Bao says she feels rejected, that she initiates all the physical contact, which I thought was interesting since that's not really her love language, right? Mm -hmm. That's his love language. And, but she doesn't feel attractive and, and Pastor Cal straight up asked Johnny, are you attracted to your wife? or not and he hesitates in a and it's just cringy the pause is so long just being pregnant it 
sure is. And, you know, turns out he likes physically how she looks. But he doesn't like when she gets happy or excited about anything because it reminds him of a child. And he doubled and, down on it on Unfiltered. Yeah, I saw that. And um, and he said even her advances are childlike. And their kisses are friendly. And she said she notices that. And of course, you know, this doesn't make her feel attracted attractive at all. I don't think any woman would feel attractive after this conversation. She said she feels like she can't be herself and that he's disgusted by her joy. And Pastor Cal says it's not a bow problem. This is a Johnny problem. And I think it's interesting. This is the second time she's talked about being disgusting to him. Mm -hmm. That's why that word specifically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pastor Cal says that it's up to them. They could make this work they can succeed or they can fail either way it's all on them so <clears throat> what are your thoughts on this i was just I, gonna say i wrote down that pastor cal lost his shoes but then i remembered they don't have shoes in the house because <laughs> they're asian <laughs> that's what you want to bring up <laughs> well i thought it was weird i was like why does he not have shoes on because he had his like legs crossed and his like foot was up so you could like see his like stripy think, socks in the scene. I was gonna say, was he wearing socks? Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, they were like multicolor striped socks. So it, at I don't least know, it he does it like if he had busted toes, at least they didn't show it. You know what I mean? What if he didn't? Somebody had to say, make sure you wear shoes with socks because yes. your feet will be on air. Interesting. Sorry, that 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 just randomly. <laughs> that was very random. <laughs> Those are the things I look for in the episode. <laughs> well done. Very important stuff. Mm-hmm. No, but what do you what do you think about this? Do you think this is do you think Johnny's already over it and so he's just putting everything out there that he doesn't like about her? Do you think he actually expects her to fix these things? But I mean, he's already says this is what he does. Mhm. This is his MO. Like he looks for a problem. So I don't know if, I don't know, I don't know if he has the ability to commit for real, for real, for real. Because mm-hmm. even though he's saying he's standing up in it, you just left the other night. Yeah. Because you needed a break. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Mm-mm. I don't think, I don't think he's mm-hmm. in the right mind for Do this. You, would, would you consider him a gaslighter where he is making her feel crazy, making her feel, you know, he's slowly tearing her down. Yeah. And that's really fucked up. Yeah. And even though she seems like a very strong, personable person, I don't, you know, I think those things are the way he comes about it, like leaving mm-hmm. and saying this in front of the world. Mm-hmm. That, you know, even the strongest woman, I think that would hurt a little bit. But you even know? on Unfiltered, do you remember when he was saying like she's of two different, yeah, two different fronts? Like, but when... at this point, I don't know if I believe him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's just an excuse. If it's just an excuse, because he again finds he's not you know, into it. He's not into it. He's finding he's nitpicking every mm-hmm. little little thing about her. So. Even if she is two-faced, 
it could be right uh-huh. either way he's he's not a nice person <laughs> you know what i mean yeah <laughs> he's not a nice person he he's the worst kind of guy who says he's a nice guy and he's not a nice guy yeah mm-hmm. that's the worst kind of guy Ugh. been there done that i don't know rundow mm-hmm. someone did point out that people shouldn't shower every day because it's bad for their skin it could dry it out <laughs> Get your dirty ass in the shower. Put some lotion on. How about that? I'm just trying to help Bow out. She needs she needs a win. She needs a shower. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that was a mess. That was super awkward. But yeah. I liked Johnny for a few episodes, but mm, it was kind of like not liking him last time and now I really don't like him now. Could you imagine Johnny telling you you're immature? I mean, fuck you, bro. Watch how immature I can be. <laughs> and then on, you know what? You bring up Unfiltered. On Unfiltered, he goes back to everything is physical with him. Everything mm-hmm. is physical. Like he, he's like, how am I supposed to? supposed to be intimate with someone who acts like a child and da, 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 da. I was like, he's not concerned about her emotions or getting to know her personally from day one. He's like, am I bangable? You know? So he, in the wife, I don't think he's, he's being surface level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's wanting to, I bet you if Bow slept with him on night one, he'd, he'd be, be all, yeah, he'd be all about it. But because she is reserved and taking her time, he's now he's kind of deconstructing everything. Ugh. Johnny on my shit list now with Jose. Even Uh-oh. Jose is above you. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Well, you know, they say that's the hottest couple on this season. Who? Uh, Jose and Johnny. I mean, they like each other. I wouldn't say hot. You mean like good looking? No, like the like, be- the uh, most accurately matched. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm. Jose would be cool if he wasn't such uh, an asshole or controlling. I was like, that's anybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, um, <laughs> if you weren't I, an ass, he'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is like, you know, the way most of the time, how he treats Rachel uh-huh. is endearing. You uh-huh. know, he he's talking her up. He compliments her all the time. He wants to take care of her. You know, those are all positive things. Um, it's not until he oversteps that and starts being controlling is where he crosses the line for me. You know what I mean? Yes. He is. He is. Uh, he goes too far. If he reined it back in, he'd be a really cool person. But as of right now, he not. <laughs> yeah. he can't he can't help himself because i do think we're still seeing a a toned down version yeah probably so mm-hmm. he's still smitten kitten mm-hmm. and so is she for some reason for some reason i don't know maybe it's been a minute <laughs> i think it's just like we said before we keep saying this is like the nicest someone's ever been to her and she just doesn't know how to yeah what to do with that yeah yeah but um but yeah that's all i have to say about johnny and val I, it was just super awkward i feel really bad for her 
Um, and I don't like him. That's <laughs> my conclusion. I don't think they'll make it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think he's 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 there. He's not ready. Mm-hmm. There's a it's reason like he, he had those hundred first dates. Right. It's like he wants he wants the the end game, but doesn't want to put the work in it. You know. Of course. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to work for something? You want the easy <laughs> grab. Yeah. All right, next couple. How about Gil and Mirla? Grilla. Grilla. <laughs> oh, Mirla, Mirla, Mirla. I know you. Again, we're going to disagree on this. I like Mirla more and more as we progress. I, I like her. Like I keep telling you, she, they're trying. They're, this is production. I don't think she's as bad as they're making her seem. I don't think she's as bad at all like she knows what she's doing she knows what she's saying they're just trying to spin it to make her look bad yeah because i don't think the personality they editor edited her into is her real personality because i don't think gil would put up with that shit if she was you don't think so being straight trash even though he's mr you know easygoing i don't think he'd put up with just straight nonsense yeah, maybe so. Okay, so we open to them arriving at their new humble abode, their new apartment. Um, you know, Gil brings in their bags um, first, and then he wants to carry her over the threshold. He says that it's like christening, like christening their new place. He wants to make it, you know, a tradition going forward. If they move out of that apartment and into a new home, he wants to carry her across the threshold there. And, you know, for every house they live in for the rest of their lives. Of course, Debbie Downer comes. <laughs> comes in and says, this shit is corny. It was corny when he did it on the wedding night. And it's corny today. And it's going to be corny forever. It's stupid. And, like, when he's even carrying her, she's just, like, dead weight. Just, like, dead <laughs> limp weight. No, that's something um, I would do because it's money. No, she's doing it because she doesn't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say I like her Air Force Ones. Didn't notice. They were cute. Oh, my I God. I liked her outfit. She's got some How abs. did you notice the outfit but not the shoes? I didn't notice the shoes because all I saw was her abs. I was like, okay, Marilyn, you do it. Like, literally, she had on all gray and, like, neon sneakers. <laughs> you Even did not I notice saw- that. Even if I saw the sneakers, I wouldn't even know what they were. You know what I mean? I'd say the Nikes, right? Air Force Ones. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. But yes, Nikes. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, as far as uh, being carried across the threshold, she again says that it's awkward, but it's a sweet gesture, I guess, <laughs> which is why she allowed it. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, Mirla actually likes the apartment. You know, it's nice. Yeah. It's uh, mirrorless standards. <laughs> right. That's exactly what Gil says. It meets the, it's up to the princess standards. <laughs> now um, I will say, I think the whole time he's talk, calling her princess, it sounds like he's super sarcastic. Did you catch that? Are you sure princess? Yeah. It, <laughs> it goes both ways, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, but he points out that he could manage with, you know, a less extravagant apartment but again he's glad it's up to the princess standard so that's a huge relief for him because now that he knows she likes it that's one less battle that he has to fight with her about so mm-hmm. 
kudos to them on picking a nice apartment. Thanks, production. You saved <laughs> you saved us <laughs> eight weeks worth of trouble because she would have complained every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> if she didn't like it. She probably wouldn't oh, stay there yeah. knowing her. Probably, probably not. Although we'll get to it, but her apartment, there's nothing fancy about it. Mm-mm. So anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. Jinx. We did not say that at the same time. We did. You'll see it in the edit. <laughs> anyway, they go to the master bedroom. Of course, Gil is like, oh my God, this is so nice. This is dope. Mirla, this bed is small. Is this only a queen? So <laughs> like already night and day, sunshine and rain. <laughs> Just total I will opposite. say, once you go to a king... It's hard to go back to a queen. You'll live. I know I'll live. I'm just, I feel that. I'm like, hmm. Especially when your guy is big. Gil's a big guy. Yeah. He asks, is this where the magic happens? <laughs> so and funny. you know our girl. Shut it all the way down. Absolutely not. No, never. Not gonna happen. So funny. So then she goes on to pick her side of the bed. Um, you know, Gil, of course, is like, I don't care. It's the princess's world, and I'm just here, <laughs> which is sad. <laughs> but, of course, she's like, I appreciate that. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I just sometimes. It's just... good. It's good TV. It's hilarious. So the next scene we go to is Mirla, or no, Gil going to Mirla's place. And like you said before, totally underwhelming. For is like, and this is another thing too, I think is part of production. Production is like hyping up this kind of bougie persona, kind of, right? Perception and personality for her, but I don't think it's really as bad as they're making it seem. Yeah, her not her place is nice, yeah. don't get me wrong, it's very nice and it probably meets her standards. But I think the only thing that's important to her is like she wants to feel good. So the way Mirla feels good is working on her body. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. the lashes, the you know, not the makeup, but the lashes, the Botox and the clothing and the shoes, those all, those things are important to her. But like the house, as long as it, I think as long as it's comfortable and yeah. it's nice to her, I think that's all she needs. And then she even said, remember uh, what you brought up on Unfiltered last time? She didn't care where they live. Yeah. You know, as long as they're together. So again, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so I I think you're right. I do think it's uh, the edit. So once they come into the apartment, she, like Jose, also has a cross collection Mm -hmm. to the whole cross wall. Uh, Then uh, did you notice that production like zoomed in on her putting her bag down? Mm -mm. Okay. I thought that was, they wanted us to figure out if that was a real or fake Chanel bag. It's real. yeah we'll get to it okay but yeah I was like oh I see what you're doing you want me to know that that is a Chanel bag even though it was the back of the bag so it didn't have the logo like the clasp Mm -hmm. but if you know you know okay you know I don't I know (laughs) oh and she also had on Gucci sneakers I noticed that too (laughs) but 
I was also surprised by like her decor. Like she has empty Ciroc and champagne bottles as decorations. Like, no, I thought that is was this tacky. college. Yeah, that was tacky. But Gil, uh, I guess he was surprised too because he was expecting everything to be twenty-four karat gold and diamond mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, but that's not what she's giving. <laughs> so they go into the bedroom. Of course, she has the big king bed that's mm-hmm. literally swallowing up the entire room. Like it's yep. barely fits in there. That's all she has in there. I didn't see any other furniture or anything. No, no, you're right. Literally just a bed. Then Gil sees her photo wall in the bathroom. And no, no. I just noticed that it was in the bathroom. The first mm-hmm. time they showed it, I didn't notice it was in the bathroom until mm-hmm. this moment. And I was like, really? This is where you're going to put your pictures? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So Gil makes the comment that, you know, oh, the memories weren't enough. You have to have the pictures too, huh? And, you know, he's like, you really love yourself, huh? <laughs> and not in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, she, of course, is like, well, if I, I don't love me, who's going to? Da, 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 da. And it's like, no, that's not what he meant, girlfriend. He meant you're full of yourself. <laughs> I, I like her. I like her pictures. I don't know if I'd put them on the wall if it was me, but they're pretty cool pictures. I guess. I, uh, I mean, I mean, they're like they're impressive. Like she has a nice body. She yeah. can do crazy yoga. It's a beautiful beach. I get, I get the pictures. I don't know why there's so many on the bathroom wall. And you know so, maybe so. I don't know. Anyway, so next. They go to the closet. I can't connect to the Wi-Fi network. You might want to check the connection settings in the Google Home app. Bitch, nobody was talking to you. Shut up. <laughs> I hate that stupid thing. Do you want that in? I don't care. <laughs> it's because my Wi-Fi went out earlier until I haven't reset it. That's hilarious. Don't tell me what to do, Google. Anyway, now we go to Mirla's closet. And this is where I have to eat my humble pie. Why? Because I am a little Mirla. (laughs) My closet looks exactly the same. I'm like the low level Mirla, like where she's Saks and Neiman's, I'm like Nordstrom. Like literally my closet is busting at the seams with clothes. Like, I've got all my bags. Now, they might not be Gucci and Louie. They might be Kate Spade and Coach, but they're still designer (laughs) bags. I don't have a ton of Louboutin boxes, but I do have tens and tens and tens of Nike boxes. Yeah. You know, just when I was thinking, like, damn, we're judging her for spending five or six hundred dollars on a pair of heels. But somebody probably thinks I'm stupid for spending two hundred and fifty dollars on tennis shoes and continually doing it. Like if my Nike app went off right now and they had a drop and it was something I wanted, I would get it, period. <laughs> Not even think about it. Not even think twice. That's so what I'm I saying. That's what I said in the, in the past episodes. Like people are really judging. But at the end of the day, if she has the money, it's her money. Let her buy whatever she wants to buy. You know what I'm saying? And I, I didn't like how Gil kept asking, well, how much is this? How much is this? Like super judgy. You know, yeah. this is the first, I, I am, I like Gil a lot. This is the first time I was like, mm, I don't like you right now. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this is still your wife. You know, they're expensive. Why are you even asking? You know, it's not it, at this moment. It's not your money. It's already spent. He's keeping the tab in his head. Mm, I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't care for it either. Um, he even asked, like, how often are you? Okay. Okay. So you're buying $500 shoes. How often are you buying these $500 shoes? And she's like, you know, I go a few times a year. I get a few things a few times a year. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay. He was amazed by how much she puts towards her, you know, wardrobe. But again, she's a single woman. What else is she going to be doing with it? She already says she saves however much she's supposed to save. Right. So she's taking care of herself financially. Mm -hmm. She makes her own money. Mm -hmm. Why not spend it on yourself? She don't have any kids. Like I said. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Where I shut up because <laughs> I'm the same way. And you know what's even worse? I don't even mm. be wearing the shit. <laughs> like literally <laughs> Wednesday, I wore a pair of Nike Air Max 97s that I purchased in 2019 for the first time two days ago. <laughs> I have several pairs of shoes that have never touched the ground. A foot has no, never you... been inside of them. <laughs> They've never I'm seen gonna... a sock. I'm going to call you Mirla. It's bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Mini Mirla. Oh, right no. in front of my eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> it's true. And you were hating on her hard all this time. I know. And I was like, hey, it me. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> but uh, he is asking her. Oh, no. He says, you know, she's spending so much money on clothes and shoes. He would rather invest in something that's going to be lucrative, like real estate or stocks or something like that's that. A, yeah, that's a good point, too. Um, yeah, yeah. Smart. And he, he asks her, you know, if he, if she had to get insurance on her closet, how much would she need? She lies and says 10 to 15,000. Mm -hmm. Bitch, you just put down a $6,000 bag. One. That Chanel you had is $6,000. So you're telling me that whole closet worth of stuff is only $15,000? <laughs> no. Stop it. Get help. <laughs> <laughs> and let me know when the meetings are. <laughs> so, you know, Gil says that she needs to realize that they, as in them as a couple or as a family, need to come first uh, before anything material. He also wonders if that's going to change now that she's not, you know, single anymore, which we already know. She's said time after time after time, no. It's not going to change. She's going to keep mm -hmm. doing what she wants to do. And that's it. I do. I, I I believe that. But I also think she seems like a reasonable person. Whereas, like, if they had planned something, she's going to plan accordingly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think she's as extreme as she's portrayed. Right. Um, you know, she says she doesn't keep track of her shoe spending and shopping money. And, you know, Gil says, well, that must be nice. <laughs> but I did like on Unfiltered, he was like, you know, it's not like I'm shopping at Walmart. He's like, I've got some Burberry and Gucci and Prada in my closet, too. Mm -hmm. But he's like, I'm just not as extreme as she is. 
Yeah. So it's like, okay. Because I did notice in the next scene when Gil is taking Mirla to his house, he was definitely pushing a BMW. So again, okay. I I see why Mirla was willing to uh, willing to ride. Yeah. But he again says he's not as bougie, um, I guess, in regards to like the neighborhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. So upon entering the door as soon as he opens the door she's started there's water on the floor wait wait before that did you hear him go my humble abode like mocking her no i didn't notice <laughs> yeah. it i was like oh that's that's mean <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah so again as soon as they get in she's talking about the water on the floor and then we see our boy hi 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 and of course, Mila says, it smells like dog. I like that hype knows Spanish. I thought that was so cute. Yeah. Vessels, vessels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, Gil tells him to go to go home. So he goes to mm-hmm. his bed and, you know, he's listening. And, you know, Gil's like, see, he's trained. Mm-hmm. But Mirla is not having it at all. She thought he was going to be a small dog. I don't know why. I don't know either. I don't know I why don't you think, think he ever... a man would have a small dog. Well, not only that, but you would think that on vacation, they would have shown each other some pictures. Like a picture? Or... Yeah. This is my dog. He's not that bad. Um, on Unfiltered, he talks about his dog is, you know, he has certain things about the dog, right? So he can't get on the bed. He can't mm-hmm. be in the kitchen. He can't be in his bedroom. Um, he washes them once a week, you know, mm-hmm. so if Mirla was going to be matched with a dog person, it would be this dog person. Right. Again, she is in an ITM like, I don't want a dog, but I'm going to have to compromise because it is what it is now. Then production asks her the dog's name and she doesn't even know the damn dog's <laughs> name offhand. It like takes her a minute to finally like remember. That was kind of messed up. Then uh, she... <laughs> Gil is trying to introduce them. She doesn't even want to touch the dog because then she's gonna, her hand is going to smell like dog. <laughs> and that's when Gil mentions, you know, he gets a bath every week. So he's not smelly. It's going to be fine. You're not going to smell him in the apartment. And so she finally, you know, they do like a shake. And then she proceeds to wipe her dog hand all over Gil's shirt. Then and she hugs like, him. Yeah, to wipe her hand on his shirt. <laughs> And then uh, that's when Hype and Gil start making out. (laughs) Mirla's disgusted. And she's like, ew, you kissed the dog? And Gil's like, no, he kisses me. (laughs) But we just saw him kiss the dog. I know. (laughs) Did you notice? Remember the preview? How Mm -hmm. they edited it? Where I'm not getting kissed by you. Yeah. You remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. Wasn't that this scene and they just didn't show that or they did some creative editing where that just didn't happen? I don't know. I don't know if it was this scene or not. No, I feel like she was wearing that outfit. I can't remember. Mm, We'll see. But this is a total turnoff to her. You know, she says this pushes her from (laughs) wanting to kiss Gil like way, way back. Like you got to take a break from hype if we're going (laughs) to. have anything going on (laughs) 
So then uh, Gil is showing her some stuff in his apartment. He shows her a portrait of his dad and said that growing up, like his dad had on the wall a portrait of Nelson Mandela, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and then this portrait that he's showing to Mirla now. (laughs) And that it became a running joke that he said that they were the four greatest men of history. And, you know, that's when Gil says his dad is like, her and I thought at first she was gonna get offended because yeah. she's like what do you mean because she's confused and he says you know my dad has his self posted up <laughs> all over his own <laughs> house <laughs> and she actually takes it as a joke and you know jokes back with him that you know that his dad wanted him to find someone with those same kind of qualities so the next time we see them they are with pastor Cal <laughs> as soon as <laughs> He comes in, Mirla introduces Hype as the dog she doesn't want. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> but once they sit down, Pastor Cal says he's excited because he thinks that they're a good match together. Both Mirla and Gil agree, and they think the same. And this is like what I was saying before, where I think production is trying to give her a bad edit. Because when they're sitting there together on the couch, they look comfy and cozy. Uh Uh-huh, they sure do. And even she seems, like, more relaxed. I'm like, okay, this right here might be actual Mirla, not what production wants me to think. Yeah. You know, and if, I think Gil brings it up that he, his his wife's not fake. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, just how how we said about Bao, she says what she means, she means what she says, right? Right. So... Mirla had said from the very beginning, it's going to take her time right. to be touchy-feely. She's not going to kiss a stranger. So what be- what comes before kissing? The hand-holding, the snuggling, the all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, she is sticking to the word. You know what I mean? Like, right. this is exactly what she said what would happen. Like, it's going to take her time. Right. And he, again, doubled down on that on Unfiltered. He said that's the one thing that is giving him, you know, the kind of hope to go on. He says he's fine if they don't kiss. That's, you know, he's okay with that because she's still showing him affection in different ways. Mm-hmm. So if she's not ready to kiss right now, that's fine. But, you know, we're still, you know, giving each other hugs and like, like you said, holding hands and being a mm-hmm. little bit more touchy feely. So that gives him hope, which is it's why like he's not it, tripping too hard. It reminded me of Pretty Woman. You know how she doesn't kiss Richard Gere because it's too intimate? So Mm -hmm. Mirla's like a prostitute. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. It's a good movie. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Just saying. Other people also find that kissing is very intimate and very important in a relationship. So I could see how that's important to her and she's going to take her time is what I mean. That's not what you said, though. I know, but that was a joke before y'all come at me. (laughs) Don't be shaming sex workers. I'm not. I'm not for sex workers. We've had this conversation. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Pastor Cal asks about, you know, the talks they've had about finances since he knows, you know, Mirla's ways. Mm -hmm. Gil says that she has... $70,000 worth of stuff in her closet, (laughs) not 10 or 15, like she lied and said. (laughs) But of course, she says that's not true. Mm -hmm. So Pastor Cal asks her how many pairs of Louboutins she has. And 
she lies and says 10 because we clearly saw more than 10 boxes and he's like okay that's enough for me to just disqualify you saying <laughs> that that's not true <laughs> like okay <laughs> you're doing too much um actually gil says it's too much um he reveals that they had a combo the night before about whether or not she would cut back and again she says no like she's been saying she's not gonna change because she doesn't see a reason to she says if she's already saving then why cut shopping to save even more Mm -hmm. like it just doesn't make sense to her but pastor cal says that they need to change the way of thinking as far as thinking as a single person and as a married person you know a hundred dollar splurge is okay but you can't go buy a six thousand dollar purse without you know letting your husband know yeah when he put that in it that really put things in perspective for Mm -hmm. me because all this time you know i was like yeah mirrorless you do you spend your money but yeah if my husband went out and spent a thousand dollars i'd be so mad (laughs) you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. I, i i see it now i see it now but um but they both have to retrain their brains he he has to know what her habits are and and she has to know what a compromise is. So at this point, the conversation switches to intimacy. Gil says the peak right now is, you know, maybe a little touch on the knee, <laughs> maybe a little <laughs> cuddle in the bed at night when they go to sleep. But that's about it. It's a low budget film. Uh, Gil says he has sexual urge and desire, but isn't sure about how she feels, you know, mm-hmm. about the whole thing. Um, so Pastor Calvin flat out asks if they actually want to have sex. Both of them, well, Gil says, well, Mirla says, eventually, yes. And Gil's like, yeah, we can do it right now. <laughs> but, I mean, it's good to know at least she's not it's ruling her, it out. Yeah. She's marinating on it. Right. But Gil says he's fine without sex but it would be a problem if there was no intimacy at all like we talked about before you know he Mm -hmm. needs his kisses and pastor calvin is like is it that big of a deal like you can't even give him like a little peck on the lips and she mirla says no that's out of her comfort zone she's not into that she says you know even though she's feeling pressure from you know all these outside sources that she's trying to focus on how she personally feels about it and you know, her marriage and leave it at that. Don't block out everything else. So that's when Gil says he just wants her to feel comfortable. But he did say that she could go to decision day without kissing him. That would be grounds for a divorce for him. Totally understandable, I think. Right. That is a long time. Two months with someone you're with every day. Exactly. Because she was like, I don't do that. You know, and we went through this last time, you know, I don't kiss until like the fourth date. Well, more time has been spent with each other than for, you know, a few hour dates. Right. And so. Gil says, you know, if she by that point isn't comfortable kissing me, like, do you really want to be with me at all? That's mm-hmm. why divorce would definitely be a serious. Yeah. Serious possibility. Mean. And they kind of leave it at that. What do you think? And they're going to make it post honeymoon think- prediction. I think they'll they'll be all right. Yeah, I, I think they're good. I think he 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 likes her. He's and trying she to likes figure. Him. 
she's just yeah, being hard to but get. He, yeah, but I think he enjoys the chase and yeah. trying to figure her out. Mm -hmm. I think he, he likes that. <laughs> the sport of it all. Yep. It's got a winner over. So we'll see. We Should be see. interesting. All right, next couple, my, my Michael, Michaela and Zach. Boy. Yikes. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have so many feelings on this. It was it was sad. Um, I thought hurricane season was over. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it opens up uh, with both of them talking about how they miss each other and they can't wait. And Michaela's packing for the neutral apartment um zach he plans on surprising her um at her apartment he told her that um he he tested positive and he he's not positive but he's gonna pop up and surprise her with some flowers and they genuinely look like they missed each other like they were all about it yeah he was also pushing the bmw as well they got mm -hmm. money this season i know he's well houston is very lucrative He's a finance man. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, it did seem like they did genuinely miss being miss, together. Yeah, their, for sure. Their two days together. <laughs> well, they probably talked a lot. I think someone might have brought that up on Unfiltered. Johnny. Did they bring up? Yeah. That... he doesn't want to be with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking the physical aspect out of it and just mm -hmm. getting to know each other on the phone like old school connected to the cord that kind of get to know each other the what yeah i remember that <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about Mm-hmm. yeah you do nope i've uh, only ever owned an iphone <laughs> you had a nike was it there were nikons or is that what they were nokia nokia i couldn't you know remember that just it. had a the 20 it came out in 2000 it just had an anniversary like last week <laughs> Jesus. I recently watched The Departed and they had mm -hmm. the texting where you had to, you know, the click. T9. Yes. <laughs> you had to click on it a few times to get the letter you wanted. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm old. Yeah. Remember when text messages cost money? Yes. I definitely had like a $500 bill one time. <gasps> oh my gosh. I remember like, oh, don't call me till after nine. Yep. Free <laughs> nights and weekends. God, All old. right. Let's stop showing <laughs> our age. Um, so he, yeah, so they, he surprises her, you know, they're very excited to see each other and get some quality. She's excited to get some real quality time with him. Um, she already has a framed picture of them on her credenza or whatever that was. Weird. That yes. is freaking weird. <laughs> I thought weird, so too. Weird. I thought so too. I was like, no, Michaela, you're one of those. She's obsessed. Like he's probably already the background on her phone. His like name is saved like Zach with the tuxedo guy emoji and like hard <laughs> eye face and all that stupid bullshit. Yikes. Oh man. No, it's not yeah. even Zach. It's my husband uh -huh. or hubby. <laughs> How about, so um, when I got married, I just changed like the first name to husband. So it says husband, last name. <laughs> I'm 
my stepson makes fun of that all the time. <laughs> anyway, um, she got him a one week anniversary gift. Also weird. Also, I well, I thought that was sweet until the card in the card she said, love Michaela. Like she already loves him. You don't know this man. How do you she, love him? She love that dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. And which is surprising to me. Like, I don't know. Zach doesn't look like he doesn't have that big dick energy. Not at all. I don't think so either. But he seems very confident in himself. I don't know why. And Michaela seems happy as a clam. So I guess so. He's doing something right. I want to see all the ex girlfriends come out of the woodwork. That would be great. Um,. So after this, they go to their apartment, their neutral apartment. The dogs meet and the dogs get along. That was nice. And they're both big dogs. So mm-hmm. it was nice that it was such an easy transition for that. Um, that is very, you know, I, I think I'd be like Brett, super worried about that. Because that's such a pain in the ass if they don't get along. But that's because Brett knew her dog was bad. I guess so, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She kept saying, no, no. <laughs> so this is the first time she's moving in with a man. Mm-hmm. Zach did not say this was the first time for him, but I know he's inexperienced with long-term relationships. So right. I'm going to assume that it's the first time moving in with somebody as well. I would assume um, so. Yeah. They talk about their sleep schedules. Um, and then they talk about their first potential fight. Um, he asked if she's one of those people who storms off and she's like, no, I do not storm off. I think that's emotionally abusive. I would never do that. And he says, I'm looking forward to our first fight. What? <laughs> such a weird Didn't he thing say to that say. before though too? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a strange thing to say. Maybe he like gets off on it. Well, and he also just seems like, weird in general. You know how everybody was at the wedding was like, He's been talking about getting married since he was a little kid. He's been mm-hmm. dreaming about So I guess he's been dreaming about all that goes with marriage and like fighting and making up and whatever. Just He's probably played all these scenarios in his head and is ready to use those that playbook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even on Unfiltered, he was saying if his family didn't like her and she was the one, he would stop talking to his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be all in. And he the said it with person- a quickness. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think the only person who said no was um, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny is team family. Yeah. So, which explains so much. He is never going to commit to a woman. Nope. Because he is always going to choose what makes him comfortable, which is his family. Interesting. Anyway, we're done with Johnny. I'm tired of talking about him. (laughs) Can't stand him. Anyway, so they show some footage of their living room and Zach leaves at 7.15. What I wish they would show is when he comes back. Because supposedly he says he comes back at 9.15. They do not show that. No. I want to know. I want to see that footage. They no. have it. They're they never going to show it to you. Ugh. Anyway. So Michaela doesn't get a sticky note, a phone call, a text. He supposedly does not answer any of her texts or phone calls. She does not know where he's at so she just leaves she packs up all her shit and she leaves why why i don't understand what you i thought don't... he wasn't gonna ever come back 
And she had like real aggression. Like we've talked about the Clorox wipes. That's her behavior when there's not a camera person there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's that was actual natural... rage. Yes, that is her natural reaction to something like this. Something that's, I wouldn't say minuscule, because it is a dick move not to answer someone te- someone's texts or yeah. phone calls. Yeah. So, but that's an extreme reaction. That is not normal. No, not at all. <laughs> so they go back to the apartment. She goes back to the apartment. Zach is there. Uh, they're waiting for Pastor Cal to make his appearance. And he asks, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And mm-hmm, she just like rolls it off. And he's like, Michaela, I know you're not fine. What's going on with you? Side note, I love her earrings. I thought they were uh, super cute. No, thank you. You like them? I like them. Um, <laughs> we are so different. That's why we're friends. <laughs> is. Our differences. <laughs> what was the, the line? <laughs> Their differences will bring them together. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, So they're not fine. She, you know, says why she's mad, that he didn't respond to her texts or phone calls. She didn't know where he was. And he said it's all very innocent. He fell asleep with the dog in the other bedroom, took her to daycare in the morning, came back, and and she wasn't there. And he says, you know, it's like you you think I did this on purpose? And she's like, it felt very, very intentional. It's just, it's very extreme. Very, yeah. very extreme. Um, she says that he's used to making decisions by himself. So if he's acting super independent, then so is she. She's just going to do whatever she wants since he does whatever he wants. And he laughs and he's like, you know, we just talked about our fight and I asked if you're going to be that person who storms off and you stormed off and she's like that's not funny and he's like it's fucking funny he says he came back at 9 15 and this is the famous line from the preview you're a goddamn motherfucking liar and he said you know he's done talking about this he has to move on he's at his limit with this and then right then and there that's when pastor cow comes in and he's reading the room it's super tense it's super awkward. He's like, what's going on? And they tell him, you know, they just had their first real argument. And she goes on to say, you know, you guys matched me with a challenging, dynamic, strong. And then Pastor Cow interrupts her, a person like you. He says nothing has changed about how he feels about Michaela. And then she, and he goes on about how she's a wonderful person. Da, 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 da. And the whole time she's squinting at him like a child. So weird. It so was weird. very strong. It was very weird. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting that, like, I wonder what would have happened if Pastor Cal wasn't there. Like, what mm-hmm. kind of yes. spin this would have been if they weren't forced to talk about it in the moment. Yes. Um, you can tell she's the baby of the family. Yeah. Because this is childish. It is very, very childish. Um you know, Pastor Cal, you know, wants them to talk about this issue right then and there. So she goes on and tells her, tells them that, you know, she's nervous. She's nervous about letting her guard down, um, that he says all these things and they sound good. But, you know, she doesn't know if she can trust him or not. 
Um, he says he doesn't like how she's acting because he's telling the truth and he has given her no reason why, you know, not to trust him. And, you know, it's, and she, she points out like the safety and security of it, that her dad was a good man. And when he died, she lost that. She doesn't have her protector anymore. Um, you know, she starts crying these horrible sobs. I feel so bad for her in this moment. Cause you can just tell she has a lot of unresolved issues with her dad's passing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's in the mental headspace to take on any kind of relationship mm-hmm. when something as traumatic as that, cause it is jarring yeah. to lose your dad in such a way out of nowhere. I mean, mm-hmm. I completely understand how her head is everywhere, how her heart is everywhere. Um, you know, I, I don't like the childish aspect of how she's behaving, but I understand it. I understand it. Um, but you know, I really feel like the experts did her dirty, letting her in, in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're supposedly psychologists and psychiatrists and whatever. It's really fucked up knowing. Cause you, even in her ITMs, um, like on the first few episodes, every time she talked about it, she was in tears. Yeah. Every single time. So you know she wasn't ready. It just happened. It just happened. She is no way ready to take on a marriage. A marriage. Not a boyfriend. A marriage. So that kind of really irked me seeing how how broken she is. Yeah. She's just broken. Yeah. Pastor Cal tells Zach to move over and sit next to her. and, And he tries to touch her. She recoils and... And he's like, I just want you to be comfortable. And Patrick Kyle's like, you know, that's bullshit. You know, she wants you to touch her. She wants that comfort. She just said she lost her protector. Um, and it's a, a crushing loss. She feels abandoned. So can you see how you not answering text messages and calls makes her feel even more abandoned? Right. Zach leaving without knowing, uh, without her knowing where, where he was at, you know, really stirred something in her. And, you know, and he, and he apologizes and he says, you know, he can't imagine how she feels because it's, it's a horrible, horrible situation, but he wants her to know that he has her back and he's going to try his best to, to be the best husband that he can be. Um, And she's like, it's too much responsibility. And Pastor Cal is like, stop pushing him away. He is your husband. And that is his responsibility as your partner. Right. He also said that they both have their baggage and they both have to work through it for this relationship to work. And that's kind of where it ends. And it was just super, it was super heartbreaking to see. I did, I shed a tear. Of course, I'm a a sympathetic crier. So when people start crying, I just start crying. (laughs) And these were ugly sobs. Like, I feel bad for her. She is severely broken. And people are like, oh, Hurricane K, da, da, da. And yeah, it's fun to joke about it and all, but she should not be in this show yeah she is not ready yeah she's got bigger mental fish to fry Mm-hmm. yeah so sad so i it's only gonna get worse because again she's broken so mm-hmm. that's all i have on them yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna make it i don't think they're gonna make it either <laughs> i don't think so at all especially mm-hmm. with you know the post you shared earlier from zach on instagram Mm -hmm. oh yes like "Mm, it's not sounding well that and then i don't like i don't like how he even even in the post he was like 
stay tuned to watch. Like, mm -hmm. watch how crazy my wife is. Ugh. Didn't like that either. I don't like Zach either. I don't like anybody on this show, except for all, any husband, except for Ryan. <laughs> and that's saying something, because <laughs> he's American. Hey, I'm just saying, Jose's a jerk. Zach's a jerk. Who's the other one? Johnny. Johnny's a jerk. Don't like him. Ryan is a jerk, too. <laughs> I don't think he's a jerk. I think he's funny. It's my sense of humor. It's funny. I would laugh. Brett loves it. It's not a joke, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The thing. He's a trick to you successfully. Oh, my goodness. He anyway. successfully spun you the way he wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're making a joke. <laughs> no, really. I hate you. All right. We'll agree to disagree. Uh, anything else? Any other comments about any of these people? And their crazy lives and marriages? No, I'm trying to remember what was in the preview for next time. Uh, it looks like everybody's meeting each other's families or like getting, not meeting them. Oh yeah, them, when they had the like, little them. party, yeah, the little housewarming doing, thing. Yeah, they're just okay. trying to get, get to know each other's families and friends a bit, looks like. Okay, that's usually that a pretty be. decent episode. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, Jose's weird stepmom is there. Saw that. With her amazing advice as usual i'm sure yeah that should be really interesting <laughs> but this was a good episode lots to talk about there's always lots to talk about yeah but some you know like past episodes some of them have been really dragged out we've already talked about that you know yeah this, had this all one the actually had action yeah this one actually had a lot a lot going on all right episode this was seven right yes episode seven <laughs> Episode number seven. seven in the books. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate y'all. Remember to subscribe and review. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Cheese uh, Queens and on Instagram at Cheese Queens Podcast. Um, so get in there. Uh, let us know what what uh, your thoughts are. Um, if you have any Cheese send us a DM. Let us know. And uh, we'll see you next time. Anything else, Igby? Five stars, five stars, five stars. <laughs> Love it. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Laters.